How's it going everyone? Just want to make sure that I'm actually live. As you can see, I'm uh, <coughs> the van is full of wood behind us. And I'm not talking about the wood. I'm not talking about the wood in my pants. <laughs> I'm talking about the wood behind us. Uh, but um, yeah, I've just the reason why there's a lot of wood in the van for us is because we kind of were rushed for a little bit of time today before recording this. So I had to go and get some building supplies in the town and um that's obviously the remnants of it all you know i haven't had time to unpack it yet so it's all in the back of the van ready to, to go on the land but i hope you all having a good day wherever, whatever you're up to um but yeah i just wanted to haven't spoke up haven't obviously addressed kind of over the last few weeks i took a little bit of a break from the podcast things have been a little bit hectic i've been trying sort of kind of um settling into off-grid life if you want to call it that you know there's a, there's a there's definitely a transition emotionally that happens when you kind of like move from you know me and laura were in in the matrix job and then we kind of like transitioned over to um going on the land so there's there is like an emotional transaction with that too as well which a lot, a lot of people don't talk about and um, there's practical things that come up skills that you need to work on and learn there's many different things that comes up with it but it's uh, been a very interesting time to say the least over the last few weeks. Um, kind of like getting used to kind of like kind of emotionally realizing that this piece of land is now kind of ours and it's we have it's obviously dependent like this kind of way of life that we want to live is, is solely dependent on on obviously on me and Laura. And obviously as being a kind of physically being a man, you know, like obviously a lot of emotional things come up of like, you know, this is like on you now to kind of it's it's empowering at the same time, but also can be a lot of things can come to the surface emotionally you know like this is obviously on me now to kind of tend this land you know like for my family in the future and um, there's a lot of responsibility from the masculine perspective that comes up with that so i've been feeling a lot of that i've been spending a lot of my time uh what who the hell's in the comment someone's in the comment says someone's comment name i'm not going to say because it'll get censored but play with your big something for me i so i i finger myself every morning Good for you. You're going. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you with that one. While you're fingering yourself, I'm strumming. <laughs> you're strumming. I'm strumming the grass. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. But over the last few, good segue that as well. But anyway, over the last few um, days, I've been strumming so much. There's, there was so much when we arrived to the land. Because obviously we arrived to it a f- quite a few months ago, and then we went back and worked in the matrix. The land had overgrown so much. And uh, me and Laura's been recording a lot of vlogs as well. So that's going to be, we're going to be like kind of documenting our off-grid journey. So a lot of that's going to kind of, you'll see kind of like the, the journey of us unfolding through that and the struggles and the joys. But anyway, over the last few um, days, because the grass had grown so much, that obviously had to be strimming a lot, strimming a lot of stuff, which is really interesting. But anyway, I'm glad that someone's um, strumming themselves in the comments. While I'm strumming, <laughs> that's funny. But anyway, yeah, there's been a lot of um, I've been. Le- it's really interesting because like um, I've been learning a lot of like. It's interesting because like when you, it's kind of like you know I do this podcast and like I'm really like diving into the deep metaphysical stuff, and it's interesting like metaphysically how much from a physical perspective when you really like hands on with something, and I'm I, I suppose like kind of a lot of um, a lot of tradesmen. And a lot of people who work in trades and work with the hands will obviously kind of experience this to some degree too. 
but obviously like physically when you're really kind of in the moment it's kind of like it, it brings up a lot of the metaphysical you know like brings up like we, we can never escape the metaphysical no matter what we're doing and I've definitely found that a lot over the last few weeks you know that no matter where it is you go you can't escape the self you know there's always something to do there's always some kind of work that's surfacing and coming to the surface um can everyone hear us in live okay it says that the the connection is unstable where and it's reconnecting this is like a problem that i'm trying to work on because obviously with being very remote I'm trying to like make sure that it's okay and stable because obviously I'm trying to find the the correct place to take the van. Someone says yes, it's fine. Dan in the comments says uh, Bodie's first podcast. Love that. Get him on the stuff. Get him on the good stuff. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So Dan, who's one of my good friends, is um in the comments. He's just had a little little kid, little boy called Bodie. So I'm glad Bodie's um watching the content. People saying all good. It's really cool. CJ said, I hope hope the intro is the best Portuguese accent. Not yet. I'm still struggling with that. It's really interesting because like um one of the things emotionally that comes up as well is like when you kind of like frustrate a new environment, anything that you do, it's a, it's a really good it is a really good way to reset the self because obviously you're like if you're immersed in kind of like different smells, different sounds, and obviously different culture, different language. So it's kind of like learning all these different aspects um to kind of and soothe them certain parts of yourself so like when you're trying to like navigate like building equipment and trying to like find certain things and communicate in certain ways of certain building things that you need it can kind of like be a process trying to get used to it had a really uh, funny 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 uh, funny encounter because when we first arrived to the land there was a guy um who kind of acquires the land beside us and what's really interesting in portugal a lot of people kind of like embody this lifestyle but they don't live this lifestyle it's hard to explain like a lot of the like the local people in portugal they kind of like the land that we're living on they kind of like use it for their allotment so like in the uk like a lot of people have allotments where they grow foods kind of like recreationally like on a weekend and a lot of portuguese people they kind of like they live in this full time you know like sorry they they just they just like use it on a weekend to come and grow the foods and there's a guy anyway who has who acquires the land not far from us and um, every single morning he comes to tend his land and he puts a couple of hours in so he can kind of like cultivate his crops and he's been feeding us so good we've never had to buy any food yet which is really interesting and uh, some of the for some of the food that he's been giving us is beautiful so it's kind of like in a way it's like the universe is kind of nudging us to continue to keep what we're doing so that eventually we'll move into this energy you know because there's something such more special when when you grow your food and it's obviously something that I've I've been really working on but um and if anyone's got any any comments comments about what they want to ask us, ask any comments about what's been going on and any questions about uh, off grid life and what's been coming up, I'm more than happy to answer them. But just to take it a little bit deeper, as I always do, because I really feel like there's a lot of like deep metaphysical, a lot of deep met- metaphysical stuff comes up with anything like I said before in life. And um, I feel like, you know, I really believe that that we all have the capacity to to know where we're at um in relationship to the nature of the, of this reality you know we, we know if like for example like physically and metaphysically i believe that we can kind of like have kind of perceptual awareness and um physical and spiritual awareness of where we are at all times and what i mean by that is because i've spoken about this many times but i believe that we're in a divine realm and i believe that the the creator of this place i do believe there's a creator like god give us the ability um 
to to have situational awareness of where we are at all times. And I feel like, just to add, I feel like that's why physically right now on the planet, I feel like a lot of new information is starting to come to the surface and emerge because as collectively and individually we start working on ourselves, something collectively happens where, where like, um, informi- like where information that was kind of already there but hidden is starting to come to the surface. But I think like we just in our own lives, you just we just need the discipline and and, and to to, to ha- and, and develop the capacity to feel and use our sense senses differently and effectively in other different ways. And I think to some degree that's the role of the soul in this place, you know, because I think as the soul evolves, we obviously have greater uh, capacity. And I think it's what's really interesting because I think one thing I've, I've, I've really started to, to notice a lot more, like through the off-grid journey, like metaphysically, as you start kind of like, as I've started kind of localizing myself, and what I mean by that is because obviously like, kind of like situating myself on the land and and kind of like, um embodying the off-grid lifestyle or lifestyle to some degree and you want know, like kind of like visualizing and, and looking at the, the the kind of the land that's presented in front of us and in front of my reality the land that i've got to cultivate and tend to and things physically i've got to work on it's really interesting because you start realizing that there's like there's there's different zones of reality that are emanating from within myself within us all and how our consciousness spans out from there you know and what i've noticed that being off grid it it starts to make you realize that like we truly are the center of our own universe and i know that this can also play out in reality in the matrix too as well you know like i've noticed this in my when i was working a matrix job a few months ago how we are all the center of our own like reality you know we are the one center of our own mandela which terence mckenna used to speak about and that's 100 percent true but when you kind of when i've been honed in on the land what it's made is realize is that how these how how my reality is like kind of is the zone of reality that's in front of me and how that kind of expands out further and further and further and obviously each different zone of reality is obviously dependent of of like of my level of frequency of my level of consciousness and i feel like through through the different through the different frequency that I'm operating at affects the different zones of reality that's all around us, you know. Like, for example, if I take care of the fruit and vegetables, I put love into that, you know, it affects the frequency, it affects the zones of reality. And as that kind of gets further and further out, obviously I have, um, I have, I don't have as much control over that, you know. I have as less impact with on my own, through my own, um, through my own frequency, you know. And I really feel like, you know, the more in tune you, uh, you are with how, um, the more the more more in tune with that you are you start realizing that you are the center of the universe because i do feel like there's a huge kind of like consciousness that's played out within humanity where they don't want you to believe that you're the center of the universe but as you kind of like as you tune more on your soul you start realizing that that your soul is a protect projection of your outer world you know and i feel like the more that you sort of start you you more the more that you connect with that and the more you start connecting with the, the creator of this place, you start realizing how everyone else, how how that changes everyone else around you. You know, people who are coming into your life, the synchronicities that are coming in, the experiences, the deja vus, the dreams, people who are randomly turning up in your life, things that are coming in your life. You start realizing that as you develop that connection to spirit, to God, that everything else also changes. And the more that you bring attention to that, you you, you realize how it becomes a lot more malleable and you can kind of, the words not use it, but you can kind of like work with it in a way to kind of learn and to expand and to um, to develop metaphysically. 
And I've felt that so much in my life. You know, I've played with that awareness. You can kind of like play with it how, how it works. You know, and I wouldn't be surprised to take this really deeper. You know, I wouldn't be surprised how as as you as we develop that more and more and and I, and I do believe it because like from from a kind of astrological perspective i've recognized how astrologically as i've developed my consciousness you know the night sky has changed but i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised you know like um as consciousness expands on the planet you know for example the boundaries of reality will expand you know so for example physically antarctica the boundaries of antarctica will probably expand you know that's why probably antarctica is going to become more accessible you know because as reality gets less denser and consciousness expands you know these things are starting to emanate and, and come to the surface you know um and i think you know that it's it's clear to see that that um there's times in this reality where where the reality reality bubble in the past was probably bigger, you know, and I think that's down to the, you know, the yoga cycles kind of like speak to that in some degree, you know, how there's these kind of like, because you know when we we see when we when we see time through the human perspective, we see time as linear, but you know a lot of ancient cultures of the past seen had this kind of more expansive perspective on time, you know, they seen time as these cycular events that cut ebbs and flows throughout humanity, and how these cycular natures that are embedded within this reality affect human consciousness. So there is obviously times where the kind of the bubble of reality, if you want to call it that, is bigger and smaller, you know, and it expands and, and, and despan expands, you know. And I think we can all, from a physical level, in our own lives, we can see how that, to some degree, plays out, you know, and how in our own lives, reality for us is always expanding and, and contracting. Um, and I, I do feel like, you know, the to some degree, it's 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 like kind of like the, the denseness of reality, you know, to some degree, like when, um, when, when like kind of the reality that we're presented with, like by NASA and people like that, you know, when they speak about these, like these, these, these concepts, when they say like how, you know, the denser that you go down to the core, um, the, the more that you go down to the core of the planet, it gets denser, you know, the art, it is kind of like true to some degree, you know, that they're telling you that, like they're telling you metaphysically that when you go down, it gets denser, you know, because that's kind of like what a lot of ancient traditions used to talk about when they used to say about the hellish realms, you know, like the hellish realms are denser. And as you get higher, you go to the etheric realms. So to some degree, like, there's a lot of these half-truths within reality, you know, like when NASA's telling you that the core of the planet, you know, they're telling you that it's denser because it is denser. And there's, I think, I really do believe that there's there's different kind of, like, densities and frequencies all around us that we can attune to and move into, you know. And I think, you know, everyone has it, is operating at a different range of frequency, you know. And I think, um, I think, you know, the... I think depending on what you have access to is depending on your own boundary of consciousness, you know, like loads of people talk about in the, like loads of, um, like even the Native Americans used to talk about this, how their modes of reality were different, um, how they could, how they had access to, to kind of different modes of reality, you know, they spoke about how, like it, maybe it's a metaphor, you know, but they spoke about how they could see the, the, the mountains on the moon, you know, they could see the creators on the moon, they could see more detail within the night sky. And as we expand our consciousness, you know, light, because we are light, you know, as we evolve our light, a light starts emanating through this veil, through this reality that we're in, whatever whatever truly is, in different ways, you know, and we get to experience reality in completely different ways. And from a physical perspective, you know, I've been thinking about, like, the concept of, like, why is it that I'm living off-grid and someone else isn't? Why is it someone that works a matrix job? And I think it's down to, and I'm not saying this in a way because we all have different choices and people are learning different lessons in different ways, 
but I'm trying to ex- explore my own personal perspective. You know, why is it that I can't work in a matrix job? Because my frequency when I'm in there won't allow me to, you know. But why is it that I want to go off grid? It's because my frequency aligns to that and it wants to do so, you know. But there's, but it, from a physical perspective, you know, and not to be, to, to kind of like be horrible, but, you know, people can't come to my land, you know. People can't even embody that lifestyle because their frequency just won't let them, you know. And it's just like people can't embody the frequency of the matrix, you know. And that's because all of our own individual souls are vibrating at different frequencies, and um you know i've it's for example you know you can like we all know this in our own life you know for example you can do something like you can have a um a friend for example and you're telling your friend about something you're saying like come and have a look at this over here you know i'm trying this new form of meditation i'm trying this new um yoga retreat or come and have a look at this whatever it may be watch this video and you know when you share it to them it bounces off them like it hits a brick wall you know and I feel like reality is very similar to that. And that's what I was trying to describe about kind of like Antarctica, you know, and like how reality starting to morph and change, you know. As you're evolving your soul, and your soul's vibrating at a different frequency, we're going to get access to more things, you know. And that's the that's exactly the same thing what's happening in terms of the planet, you know, like physically. That's why physically people are starting to feel things in different ways. And it's going to replicate in our physical reality, you know. As like, as, 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 um more of us start collectively starting to work on our soul condition you know physically that's going to affect the planet too you know because the metaphysical informs the physical world uh 100 you know but what i was trying to say before is that is um like what i'm trying to say is that to give an example is that that's why for example you know you can't be around certain people you know um, because everyone has a different frequency everyone has a different lightness to their soul you know sometimes you you just can't be around people and once you get more advanced you can start feeling this more intuitively you know intuitively we already feel it to some degree you know like certain people that you don't want to be near and certain people you don't want to be around it sometimes takes a, a time to develop them aspects of yourself and i'm not saying that in a way like people are bad but i'm just saying your frequency doesn't doesn't kind of appeal to that person you know it doesn't go it doesn't kind of go it doesn't kind of like go together you know just like certain foods don't go together, you know, certain frequencies don't go together. But the more that we develop ourselves, the more that you get a feel for like when someone else's frequency kind of like um, emanates with yours and when it doesn't. But what I've learned on my journey, as you develop that level of awareness, it gets to a point where you can really feel it very instantaneously. You know, there's times in our life where we have to sometimes eat through uh, eat through a couple of jars of pickles, pickles that don't kind of uh, tickle our pickle, if that makes sense. Or we have to eat, eat a couple of rotten f- pieces of fruit to realize that it's not the fruit that we like or something. Um, a couple of rotten eggs we have to eat. <clears throat> but eventually over time, you start developing that awareness, uh, gets, develops greater and greater. So you, you're aware of like people who you want in your life and people who you don't want in your life. Environments that you don't want to be in. And this subtly gets more advanced you know you get to feel it instantaneously you can walk past people and you can feel how someone's frequency is not the right frequency um and as we develop more and more it gets stronger and stronger and it's interesting because i feel like um you know the soul itself what i've started to realize from a more metaphysical perspective you know the soul itself has a different lightness to it you know like as you start working on yourself and as your soul starts vibrating differently it has a different brightness to it and different people have different souls you know and it's interesting just to go super deep um you know from a metaphysical perspective you know what you can do is that people can actually like 
brighten bright people can brighten but also people can lessen their soul to actually um, fit in or accommodate in a certain situations you know from a physical perspective we've seen this how certain people have tendencies to be more of like chameleon like where they can kind of like be a chameleon where they can play multiple characters and fit in but on a more metaphysical level you know, I, I've felt this, you know, where sometimes you have to, you have to brighten, your, you have to like lessen your soul, not lessen your soul, sorry, but dim your soul a little bit so that someone else can kind of like come into your energy, you know. And this is from a more metaphysical perspective, when we cross over, we'll start to feel this more and more, you know, because we don't have the physical body. Divine Truth talks about this a lot, you know, um, and I, I, felt, I felt this personally about how when you interact with certain people, um, you have to kind of like you have to manage your your brightness of your soul because if your soul's too bright you know you can it can be too much for people um and obviously when you get more skilled at this you can like learn how to to, to brighten your soul and also kind of dim your soul to some degree um, and i'm not talking about dim your soul and we can dim our soul in terms of like um doing acts of acts of harm to people and doing sin on the planet and acting out of harmony with love but as you kind of like what I mean, like on a personal basis, so that we can kind of like interact with people more freely and more effortlessly, we can dim our soul to some degree. And that's very deep. And I probably need to go into that more on a deeper level. But I'm still obviously learning that, you know. But like I said before, you know, we all know from a physical level, there's certain people that we can't be around, you know. <coughs> and, um, you know, I, I really do believe that there is a natural science, you know, of our bodies, you know, to feel these uh, subtle energies and awareness but we just have to bring more discipline to them you know um and it's interesting like just from a from a like a physical perspective you know like looking around at the world because it's like one thing i've noticed with going off grid we can see how there's like there's different kind of modes of reality going on right now you know there's like people who kind of like are embodying a more holistic approach and feeling that transaction 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 people are doing the metaphysical work and feeling how that feels and realizing that there's different values within the world that's going on right now because there is different values going on in the world right now and i'm not saying that one's better than or the other but you, you have to find it yourself but people are starting to realize how there's different values and different feelings from different values you know at one point in my life i got value from flashy cars i got value from from girls and things like that you know but there's different values and as you start changing your values you realize how that transi transaction feels a lot more cleaner you know like for example you know we all know that um that you know some people can like for example for example some people can um like people can physically like get rewarded like from a physical perspective of kind of money and things like that in the world that we live in. But however, when you get to a point of perspective in your consciousness, when you start realizing that, you know, we're in this world, but we're not of this world. And you start realizing that, yeah, um, that our capacity is so much greater than just the physical density, you know. And, you st and from that perspective, you can start connecting and realizing that we have the capacity, you know, of the image of the creator. You know, we can tap into that any moments. We start realizing that, that there is a, a kind of a there is different values in reality that we can that we can tap into you know it's not just black and white that reality gives us you know it's not always about the fancies and the lollies it's not always about having the fast cars and stuff like that you know you can start realizing there's different qualities to life and i think that's what's a big thing what happens on the spiritual journey so many people start realizing that there's there is there is so much more than we've been conditioned to believe you know there's different qualities and there's a different richness that we can tap into 
And I do believe as we start like working on our soul more and more, we start getting in a line with that more and more. And that's where the happiness comes, you know, because we all know that so many people have so much money in reality right now and they're not happy. You know, look at all the pop culture, all the people's in reality now. You know, that they're, they're kind of enriched in the physical things, but underneath the dying, you know, the soul's dead. You know, the soul has doesn't have a lot of light to it. And I'm not talking about everyone who has money in, in regards to this, but I'm just saying, speaking generally, a lot of people who have quote-unquote all the things that they've ever wanted don't have the things that they've ever wanted. You know, they're still missing a piece inside of themselves. And we all know that this place is an inner job, you know. It's all about coming down into this place <coughs> and working on our soul condition. And as you work on your soul condition, you know, we we find true ha- we we do find real happiness and we remove a lot of them parts of ourselves that are blocking us from that happiness but it's through kind of the physical things that we believe momentarily are the things that kind of give us the happiness but more people realize the dawn you know and um you know the only way i can describe this i think you know um the the i, I do believe that what i've started to notice in my own life the more the more kind of like I work on myself, the more my own capacity grows um, to kind of to tap into the flow of having greater choice. <clears throat> because I feel like sometimes when we're like when when a lot when of us a lot of us are kind of like by just kind of like moving through reality like through kind of like um, on that Ferris wheel to some degree, a lot of times it can feel like reality's out of our control. But as you kind of like as your capacity grows, um you get like kind of you have a a greater chance to kind of witness the creator of this place you know as you kind of develop your soul you know you get to actually kind of tap in and understand the nature of reality from a much more higher perspective and you can kind of use that to navigate life and use it's not the right word but you can work with it that's the right word that's more clean you can use you can work with that higher knowledge in a way to navigate reality in a lot in a lot different ways and i think that's one of the biggest things in my life that's helped me on my journey is kind of using the metaphysical to help me navigate the physical you know and and acknowledge when i'm out of balance acknowledge when i'm being an arsehole acknowledge when i need to do to be to be um to be tapping in more when i need to be in the physical more and it does something very interesting like in in that process i really do believe that um and i think a lot of the time you know um the purpose of being here is is for us to all let that in you know is to all let god in more you know is to let the higher higher frequencies in more if you want to use that word i don't like that word but that's what we're here for you know we're here to shed the fear we're here to kind of like in the in the more that you kind of like you feed that circuit, the more our circuits get fed more and more voltage. So as we work on ourselves more and more, you know that voltage starts to come in more and more, and we get filled with more and more. And that's why we have access to kind of things that are outside of our ordinary perceptions because we're worthy of it. You know, because because we've we've kind of we've earned the right to have access to that. You know, that's why I believe that people aren't going to get access to this higher knowledge, and a lot of the time. You know, because people are living in hell because they're operating in hell, you know. People aren't kind of doing the work to kind of, like, make space for God to bring higher stuff in, you know. Because you still need to work on the on the lower, on the, I'm not, the right not words are not lower, but you still need to work on the lessons that you're currently at. And I believe that once you start working on the emotions, on from the emotional plane, because this place is an emotional thing, you know, you create space 
emotionally as you start working on your law of attraction for things to come in and that's the true law of attraction that's going on here you know i've i've noticed that for example living off grid you know it's not all rosy um rosy and uh, rosy what's the word i was gonna say rosy and gym there it's not all um rainbows you know and butterflies you know there's things that come up that i have to work on you know like you never you can never escape the work no matter where you go you know there's never like a place or a reality that we can go to where you ever escape the self or you escape the work you know <clears throat> and i've tried to manage that balance within me you know so when i'm like off grid and i'm working on something i'm trying to realize you know like a lot of things are coming up you know emotionally <clears throat> you know it might be kind of like a trauma might be playing out on the land on something that i'm doing and it's um it's no different from being in the matrix you know it really isn't and there's a transition that has to happen with living off grid too as well i've like felt that a lot lately as well um someone said a really good question in the comments someone said what's the hardest thing you and laura have done on the land so far um physically i'll give two exact two two stories to that <clears throat> i think physically um there's been a lot of skills that we've had to learn and been thrown in the deep end with like for example i could probably tell you how to build a strimmer right now because the strimmer that we bought uh has broke about four times now so i've learned the insides out of a strimmer which has been really interesting um i think one of the biggest things like there are, there's obviously a lot of like practical things that are already starting to emerge you know like for example like how do I, how do I like what like what building materials do I need to 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 kind of like put a fence to put a fence up you know like what what ratio do you need for cement <clears throat> there's loads of different like physical physical things like that you know like what's the what certain voltage from the solar panels is gonna make a, a water pump work you know like how many different irrigation systems do we need to put water down the down the land you know there's so many different practical things like that you know like like where's the where's the sun going to be be for example where we're gonna where do we need to put the polyton in the future so that the that certain plants don't get exposed to too much sun but they get enough sun like where's the highest point on the land so that the water irrigation can run off and um, where's the most flattest part of the land so we can build like a, um, a toilet and an out block um where are we going to get our water from so there's a lot of like practical things like that but i would say the biggest hardest thing has been emotional you know it's kind of like I've had a lot of them moments where this is just being honest. Like the course, of the the bigger moments outweigh the the lower, like the kind of like these. I wouldn't call them lower because it's these lower moments for me are just kind of introspection. It's just kind of I see these moments that these hard, challenging moments that come up is introspection. And sometimes when you're in the moment, it doesn't feel like that. It can be like, oh, screw this, it's too much. Because we're all human, you know. We're all working on ourselves but what i've found is that it's emotional it's emotional things that are the hardest things you know it's like realizing like that that you're you know you're kind of like to some degree like you're at the you're you're alone out here you know like you're at the mercy of your own consciousness to some, like the you're at the mercy of the elements you know it's all upon you to to make this work you know and there's a lot that emotionally that can come up with this you know there's a lot of pressure especially from the masculine that you can put on yourself you know like you know they realize if anything goes wrong it's all upon you you know you can't like call for help and have someone to help you of course there's going to be people around you to help but there's a lot of things that you have to take upon yourself and it's obviously that's just part of being taken on the masculine role as well to some degree you have to kind of embody that and not hide away from that you know i, I didn't have no like there wasn't one ounce of me that was expecting to like for it all to be rainbows you know and butterflies you know i knew that there was going to be like 
emotion like hard hardship that was going to come with going on the land you know and i've actually found to be honest that there's more emotions that have come to the surface <coughs> being on the land and being like really in ch touch with that physically every single moment with challenges and things coming up than being in the matrix and it's only we've only been here for two weeks right now i don't even think it's been two weeks but i've recognized emotionally how many different emotions have come up in 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 the process of working on the land more so than working in the matrix you know they also say that if you want to test a relationship moving to Ravan, which me and laura did then they say if you really want to test your relationship go off grid and um that definitely tells if you're going to be with that person for the rest of your life because um when you especially when it's only two people and you're relying upon two people in that moment you know a lot of things come up a lot of emotions are being triggered um, especially when you're in a relationship where like um you're very in tune with that and you in them obviously them tendencies with inside yourself complement each other to some degree and you work on them you really start to find it um <clears throat> really good question uh dan said have you met a snake yet the only snake that i've met is my anaconda now but yeah i've seen seen a lot of snakes on the land which is really uh, interesting there's been loads of snakes um there wasn't any snakes in the barn so when we started clearing out the barn so like I said before, we're going to start doing a vlog. There's going to be a weekly vlog. And the vlog's going to actually be coming out tomorrow, uh, Wednesday. We're going to put it out earlier because we're so excited. We want to share what we've been doing. So it's going to be a weekly vlog and that's going to be on the Origin Homestead channel. And we're going to be sharing the off-grid journey. But um, there wasn't any, when we cleaned out the barn, there was no snakes. So that's a bit of a spoiler alert for the vlogs. I was expecting a snake to jump out on us. Um, but uh, yeah, that's something that you need to definitely desensitize yourself from, you know coming in contact with a lot of these uh different tropical animals um harry said how did how come you ended up going to portugal did you look into going off grid in the uk yeah i did so this has been a long process for me this is not something that i've just blindly kind of moved into there's been a lot of moments like um from an emotional level where i've kind of like felt into stuff and just rolled with it but um what happened was is um i'm not i'm not sure how many of you kind of listened back like through the podcast in the past but like I, I did go on a journey where i was kind of like um looking into kind of like a lot of like different sustainable models for living i was like visiting a lot of off-grid communities and um, especially in the uk i was also documenting that in the podcast where i spoke to a few people who lived off-grid like emma orbach was one of them uh, tao wimbush was another one and there was a few other people as well who i like i kind of met along the way who were living the off-grid life in the uk and um, what I came across with, came in contact with that was that there was a big, a lot of process, like a lot of um, things to think about in that process, like um, why I decided to choose, like me and Laura both decided to choose Portugal. But it just seemed like from a more metaphysical perspective, it just seemed like there was a call and that was telling us to do so. But from a practical level, you know, like the weather, you know, so you can grow foods all year round as well as a big one though obviously the weather in the uk is not the best for growing food i know you can obviously do it and obviously people do do that model um but just in terms of like kind of like you know it physically like ticked all tick <coughs> joking <coughs> one second <coughs> that's because i've been talking too much <coughs> this is the most i've talked <coughs> This is the most I've talked in probably about two weeks. <coughs> but anyway, instead of dying, <coughs> I've lost my trailer thought now. <coughs> Can't remember what I was saying though. I'm just physically dying. <coughs> anyway, get me breath back. <coughs> 
but from a physical perspective <coughs> you know i was i thought we thought about so much different stuff like for example in the sun in portugal the solar is a lot better so you can have sun all year round so you can power a lot of different stuff you know um but in the uk as well the legislation about living off grids a lot harder like it really is there's a lot more kind of requirements that you have to retail to and meet whereas in portugal it's kind of it's like it's um there's obviously is legal requirements but it's a lot more lenient and you can be fully off grid you know you don't have to be you don't have to like kind of like for example in 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 the uk um not in the in the uk in england itself is really hard but for example in in the in wheels there's certain schemes that promote going off grid but you still have to kind of like appeal to certain things you have to meet certain requirements you have to kind of like um meet certain legal requirements that that in that, that that government wants you to appeal to and what i like about portugal is that it, you have none of that you know you kind of like you as long as you can kind of like as long as you kind of like respect and obviously as long as you kind of like um appeal to to the off-grid lifestyle you know you can you can move in at that freely you know and there's obviously in portugal there's a lot of people living this way as well so there's a lot of what i liked is the community aspect there's a lot of communities in portugal that are obviously operating in this way you know they they they're kind of like you know living off grid you know they're kind of like have they're operating on that same frequency you know and i definitely feel that you know like it right now it definitely feels very isolating like it's just me and laura you know like on a piece of land and it's quite daunting you know to some degree like you step on that land and it's like it's exciting as well don't get us wrong um, and it's not stuff that I haven't felt in you but just to be honest you know it's like you step onto that land you know and it's like it's you in that land you know and you've got to like develop them skills and you, and you know what's coming you know what you've got to do you know you've got to move into and you've got to try and operate in a way that you work with the land you know and i've learned so much you know like from example from the weather perspective you know it's very hot in portugal so you have to change your routine you know like i've been getting up at five o'clock in the morning you know so normally i would be working now because the sun's starting to go down in portugal so normally i'd be out working now you know but in the middle of the day you know it's siesta it's too warm to work outside because it's so hot so you have to kind of move and tune with the with the with the cycles you know um but good question anyway harry really good question uh les said um on your land living in nature the physical and the metaphysical will merge you will find you need to work on yourself less and simply be blessings to you and laura from off-grid land to yours love that from my off-grid land to yours that's cool yeah i definitely felt the opposite of that though just to combat that i understand what you're saying i mean we've definitely felt it's more of a simple life but the work doesn't you don't escape the work that's for sure you really don't um someone said you need a brush cutter yeah no, that trust is the, the strimmer that i've got's good enough it is it's a metal cutter it's really good <laughs> definitely done my research on that for sure it definitely uh strims through that land uh, like like a knife through butter but it doesn't mean that it hasn't come with problems though so maybe uh, i need to get some more advice on a on a best on a better strimmer that's for sure but it's just like that's the thing it's just kind of like it's it's just like anything you know like any new experience in life it's just you've got to kind of you know you immerse yourself in it and there's a there's a there's a kind of a there's a period where you know it, it is challenging but eventually you kind of like you just get you 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 eventually do it more and more and you get better at them things you know like it's the same as the work the emotions are the same you know like you get used to working on the emotions at first you don't want to look at them and it gets you get more skilled you get better at navigating it you get better at working on it and it's the same physically you know on the land you kind of like 
that's why like what um les said before you know it's the perfect blend of the metaphysical and the physical you know because you constantly you know you walk in the path at all at all times you know uh, someone said so cj said have you um have you begun learning portuguese yeah, a little bit a little bit um but it's it's very challenging it's very it's like it's just one of them things that's another thing that we're gonna have to be i'm gonna be working into very soon because for example the guy who lives next door to us well doesn't live next door to us the guy who acquires the land next to us um has been very accommodating and um i would love to you know he's the man who has all the skills you know so one of the things that i've really want to start doing is learning the language of portuguese because i can communicate with this guy and start learning things from you know like i've been observing him a lot i've been watching him in the morning and seeing how he does things but like really getting hands-on i would love to like know some of the skills because it's you know the, it's the old people who still live here they're the ones who have all the skills you know and um these are the things that i want to kind of learn you know because i i always say it but the things that we need to move into right now is we need to learn skills you know um you know the things that are of real value are the things that are, are going to be really important in the future you know we can see how the world's moving i've said this many different times but you know the skills are the things that we need to require to move into you know like it's good having the metaphysical skills but we also need the physical skills i really do believe that um, someone said i can't wait to see the vlogs yeah that's really a process too as well you know like doing the vlogs has been a process you know because it's like it's kind of like you know we want to share our journey with everyone and at the same time it's like embodying like doing work and like so you it makes it even harder to some degree you know because you're doing the physical work but then you've got like the vlogs to record get the right angles make it kind of viewable watchable you know like make sure you're sharing the right things make sure you're not sharing too much at the same time because you don't want to share all your life you know and at the same time it's kind of like being very, like a, a, that's been a process too as well so there's, there's a lot being going on you know and then obviously getting used to the culture like the language barrier so it's 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 good you know and as you can see in the back here there's so much wood you know because um we've been collecting a lot of free wood we've been like getting used to where the free wood is you know where the pallets are where you can connect pallets because we've got a lot of projects that we want to do with pallets um so you just said yeah i can hear you on the skills that's exactly what i've moved into in this new venture yeah you were saying that cg we need to have a catch-up for sure but um yeah definitely skills is definitely valuable as you know you i know you've got like a lot of skills cg and um definitely one of the things that you need to do is you need to kind of like start picking up on these different skills and, and, and integrating them 100 percent um it's interesting as well like um just to take it a little bit of different while i'm well if anyone wants to ask any different questions in in regards to like kind of like working on kind of like um the the cycle of nature of emotions something i've been noticing that's really interesting is that i've started to notice that like because when it comes to physical ailments within like the spiritual journey a lot of people get a lot of physical ailments within the body and uh, what i've been really recognizing in my journey so far is that how like like when we have a lot of emotional injuries and a lot of things like traumas that are starting to flare up what actually happens is like physically a lot of like you start feeling a lot of physical pain within the body so for example some of the one of the emotions that i'm working on is a, is an emotion around kind of like the masculine and um, i'm working on a on a, an emotion around the masculine energy and what i've noticed that how in relationship to the hemisphere that's relationship to the to the whether it's like to the feminine side of my body or the feminine or the masculine part of my body for example when i'm when i'm working on like kind of the masculine aspect within inside myself i'll have a a pain will come up in the in that side of my body so uh the, the couple of weeks ago i was really working on emotionally on a, on a masculine wound 
and physically in my body it was really starting to come up in my body and I was feeling a lot of pain and obviously that's diminished now because I've released a lot of it because I cried into it and released a lot of that pain so what I find is that what I've noticed on the on the spiritual journey of this place as you start becoming more in tune with the the, the physical body and you start feeling the the wounds and the traumas you start feeling physical pain in certain parts of your body and it's a good indicator of where the wounds coming from and if you get more skilled at it you can start feeling where that wound's coming from you know like if you feel it physically you can start attaching that emotionally and feeling where it's coming from and it's there's obviously a skill to that and i'm still learning it but i I just thought it was a really interesting thing and also physically you know what i feel like it's doing is because you know the physical body changes because it's starting to make adjustments you know and that's what i've that's what i've really started to notice and it's interesting i don't know if anyone out there has looked into i i think it's called iology i think it's called iology but basically, there's a lot of um, interesting kind of like philosophy and research talking about how how the eyes actually become. So, for example, our eyes, our human eyes become a lot clearer. So the pigments. So as we work on our emotional injuries within the body, the pigments within the eyes will start to clear. I don't know if anyone's looked into the work of I can't pronounce it. Eyeology before. But um, I've definitely noticed that as like in my own eyes, for example, as I've started to work on emotional injuries injuries the blemishes within me when i start to clear you know um so if anyone's ever done that you know but it's interesting but like not like not just from a physical level things change you know on a spiritual level things change you know because within us all we have a spiritual body which a lot of people kind of don't realize but you know but it, it makes sense you know because as you kind of as you become one with god you know when you start to learn more and more truth about everything you know you start and to tap into greater like greater truths you know and obviously that that affects the physical um relationship that we have you know we start realizing how the physical body is is um affected through the emotions through the emotional state (coughs) and that's why i believe that i always say this and i keep saying it every single time but the nature of this reality is more emotional you know and that's why that's how you get access to to greater to the metaphysical to greater access to the metaphysical is through the emotional state you know you start working on your soul your soul starts vibrating and then you get access to them different modes of reality them different modes of existence and i think that's what a lot of the esoteric teachings were talking about you know these different like this is what they're trying to replicate you know through the different pyramids and the different steps of reality you know like the steps of the pyramids the mayan pyramids the chitsen itza uh the the king uh, the the pyramids in giza you know they were trying to tell you about these different modes of reality that are accessible through the emotional state and how reality is how through the inner temple you can affect reality outside yourself you know you control the conditions with inside the temple you can affect it without and and i i believe that's what they were doing you know like they were they were trying to tell us tell us that through the pyramids 100 percent um but also as well something else I've, I've come into contact with as well is that um is i've been starting to to realize like i said before how like as you start developing your, your like kind of more metaphysical awareness and you bring like a more of a higher higher mind to kind of like how your emotions are affecting your body you realize that it's your soul with inside your body is trying to tell you a story you know it's like trying to tell you what's out of balance and you can start like really you can start getting more in touch with this and um and get developing a relationship with it where where the communication is more instantaneously so like a lot of times for example that communication is kind of faded and what i mean by that is that 
Look at the world right now where someone gets a physical il illness and the the they kind of it's not acknowledged until they're on the deathbed you know like for example cancer arises within the body because an emotion has been left unlooked at you know and we're all susceptible to this you know like we all have different wounds and emotions that come to the surface like for example the a wound that i had in my body that i worked on that i fell into that i cried into you know could eventually if i hadn't fell into it could have become worse you know because it could be could have become something even worse it could have formed disease and i believe that as we develop ourselves we get ability to catch these more and more you know and it's a skill as you bring awareness to it more and more you know it's like obviously society doesn't want you to believe this you know society wants us to believe that you take a pill you numb it out you know like shut up stupid body you know take that alcohol take that shit food take these pills and everything will be okay you know and that's the kind of the western approach and that's why the western approach to from the medical perspective you know like is a is a more kind of like it's a more um it's a more left hemisphere dominated perspective you know it's that's why if you look at the world health organization it has the one serpent you know whereas kind of like and if you look at the World Health Organization uh, logo, it couldn't be any more sinister, you know. It's like it's the over-polarized perspective on health, you know. It's not bringing that holistic and that more intuitive and that more feminine nature to the medical. It's kind of more that dominant perspective where it's kind of like it's you take the pills and you shove it down your throat. Because of it, in, in, the, in the even telling you in plain sight, you know, they're telling you through their sim symbology, you know, that it's more, it's more kind of like um, it's not balanced, you know, because this the the serpent this the serpent it should be two serpents going up the staff because the world health organization is the staff you know it's the access mundi with inside of the self it's the kundalini you know it's the it's the energy centers with inside of the self and they're telling you it's over polarized polarized you know it's the same as the symbol of the infinity symbol the snake eating itself within society you know the snake is devouring itself you know these symbols are are in plain sight you know in reality and the world health organization is telling you you know that they it's an over polarized perspective on health you know it's devouring itself it's just, it's the over polarized serpent by itself it doesn't have the the feminine and the masculine to it you know someone said abs les said absolutely dan disease is being out of balance being in balance in the state of health and we can all access the state of perfect health and wellness yes 100 percent. this is what i'm trying to get to you know like what I've started to realize is that when you start working on the wounds that we have in ourselves, you know the body becomes in greater alignment. Yes, there is a there's a there's a there's a there's a, a process that happens where we do get physically sick, you know, in the process of healing ourselves. But sometimes we have to get physically sick to feel where's that, where's the root of that coming from, what is the true cause of that, you know. But obviously, the Western approach is to numb that feeling out and just ignore it and completely bypass it but obviously as you move forward into that wound you start realizing where that's fully coming from you know 100 percent um but um what i was trying to say is that there is like a, a connection that you can form with that you know because for example on a soul level like when we kind of like say something when you for example when you when you um when you're nasty to someone there is a, a biofeedback that happens within the body you know that the, the body's telling you that you've acted in sin and that biofeedback can can get developed and get more, even more you know like for example if you're nasty to someone or you do something out of sin it, that biofeedback can, can communicates with you more and more you know and you get to feel it on a subtle level within your body and you just develop it more and more 100 percent um yeah but that, the reason why i reason why I, I believe i feel that for and the reason why that happens for is because you know 
at the core of who we are, we are emotional beings, you know, and everything is responding to our emotional soul, you know, and I, and I feel like the intellectual, intellectual, intellectual part of ourselves is important, but it's just an expansion of who we are, you know, and I think, you know, there's many different laws within this, this place that we're in, this divine place that we're in, because it is divine, there's many different laws, you know, that the, that the universe, that God has created for us, um, for, for for things for us to, to heal and be in harmony. And I think that's why in our daily life, when you start recognizing it, you can start realizing how how the, how these different elements and different aspects are turning up for us to heal, you know. I, I really do believe that. Um, I don't know if anyone's got any more, in, in, any more questions. I'll definitely stay around for a little bit longer if anyone's got any more interesting questions, for sure. But if not, I'm going to call it there. I'm going to call it there for sure. But if anyone's wants, if anyone's got any interesting questions, I can definitely dive into. I've got nothing else I really want to talk about. But um, that's all I wanted to to speak about. Someone said, out of you and Laura, which one of you has been curious what is happening on the outside world? That's interesting. That's a good question. That because one of the things I've definitely noticed is that when you're embodied in you in kind of like in your own reality in your in your own reality sphere. You don't worry about what's going on outside, you know. And there's not once that I've we've like I felt the need to watch the news or see what's happening with the petrol prices, you know. Because at the end of the day, like when you, especially when you're on your own land, you know, and eventually when you get a, get a perspective where this is where I kind of to some degree like a lot of these self-sustainable communities that's already out there, like the Mormons and people like that. Is it the Mormons? Or the, the Amish, sorry, the Amish people like that. You know, they don't have to worry about what's going on in the world, you know, because they're already they're operating in their reality, you know, their whole reality is dependent on what's in front of them, you know, they don't care about, um, like, um, certain prices going up around the world, you know, because they're dependent upon themselves, they're not worried about food prices going up, because they're growing their own food, you know, a lot of them are even, like, you know, a lot of them are even making their own fuel and their own gases and things like that as well, you know, like, they're making their own energy, so, like, I've definitely f tapped into that to some degree, you know, we're like, we're fully not, we're fully not at that level yet, but I can definitely feel how like, you know, I haven't, I've never like once worried about what's going on over here because we've got so much more importance to do in front of us, you know, and I think that's a really important thing. Like, I think one of the biggest things that shifted on my journey through the awakening is that at one time I was using a lot of energy to focus on what was out of my control. You know, I was focusing on like the government, like, a lot of protests come into that category, you know, like a lot of with the ca Canadian truckers and stuff like that, you know, so many people putting their energy in, in like begging and pleading to someone else to do it for them, you know, when really we have the power to take that upon ourselves, you know, you don't need to ask permission because I think that's what, what we're being called upon right now, you know, like um, what everything that we've just gone through over the last few years has exposed like a condition in people that we always want someone else to do it for us. But there's a part in the journey where you have to take ownership, you know, you have to take ownership of your own shit, you know, internal shit and physical shit, you know, that's why I always say that um, the real rev real revolution is shit in the bucket, because it truly is, you know, you start dealing with your own shit physically and metaphysically, and uh, no one can, um, you know, you're, you're not at the mercy of ever, anyone else, and I think that's what all, a lot of us are being called upon right now, and, um, you know, I'm at a stage now where, you know, I'm, I don't want anyone else to be my mommy and daddy. I don't want to have to ask someone else to to school, to complain about schooling my kids or putting shite in me food, putting shit in me water, you know, because I'm going to be in control of all of them, you know, like, and 
once I get in that position, you know, I don't, I, I won't need to complain about anything, you know. Hopefully, I won't. It'll still be something to complain about, but um, hopefully, I'll get a perspective where I won't have to complain about any of that, you know. Um, but it is interesting dynamic what happens, you know. You know, once you're in that, once you're in your own sphere, you know, you don't worry about what's going on out here. <clears throat> you know, it's interesting. Like over the last few years, you know, like if we were in that reality tunnel where we were focused on ourselves. We probably wouldn't even notice what was going on, you know. We wouldn't even realise that there was a, a a pandemic going on, you know. If no one even told you that was going on, we wouldn't have knew anyway. But the fact of you, if we're in our if we're in our own space and our own energy, because there is a war of frequencies going on, you know. It's always about pulling your energy and your attention, you know. There's always a war a war on frequency going on, you know. I believe that one of the biggest wars that's going on is is on the mental plane, you know. Is a is a war over your attention. That's why they always want you want you focusing on a new movement, you know. It's like Black Lives Matter. Come on, Black Lives Matter. Every lives matter. Follow the rainbow, you know. Um, all these different movements are all psyops to, to cipher your energy, you know. Because if you were just in tune with your own frequency, you know, you and you were in harmony with your natural environment, you know, you, you we wouldn't need to have these discussions, you know, we wouldn't need to be to have someone dictating us and telling us what's the new thing, you know. All around the world now it's like what's the new thing? What's the new flag? What flag do I put out today, sir? <laughs> do I put out this flag, the Ukrainian flag, or I put out another flag? It's always a new flag, you know, it's the it's the rainbow flag. It's this flag. You know, it's always a new flag. Plant your own flag, that's what I say. Um Dan said, have you noticed any difference in your sleep since you've been on the land? Um, I've definitely noticed how, like, I've definitely noticed how I feel safer because obviously, um, you know, we're in the middle of nowhere and there's no one around. And I definitely felt like there's my nervous system. It's definitely a lot, feels a lot more calmer, a lot more safer. So naturally, my sleep's been a lot more deep. And I feel like I haven't been waking up as much in the night. Also, as well, I felt like I'm getting up earlier because I feel like I'm working, waking up with a purpose every single day. Like a lot of the time I've been setting my alarm still still to get up so I can like work in cycles with the sun. But I've been waking up a lot of times before my alarm, which is really interesting. So that's definitely something I've noticed interesting. Um, that's a good question. Sumtaz11 said, what do you think about semen retention? Yeah, I definitely think semen retention is really, really interesting. And it's something that I've, I'm working on and I've learned a lot about over the last few years. And I think it's something that's very important. I think, um, especially when it comes from from a masculine perspective, um, I know the feminine also the same, but from a masculine perspective, speaking to that, um, one of the things that's definitely helped my energy and improved my health is um, semen retention. Um, because I, I was li I was at one point in my life where I would just be spilling it all over, you know. Like what you do when you're young, you know, you spill it everywhere. Um, every moment you can, you're spilling it. <laughs> But um, there's there's there is something really important to that. Um, I know some people call it jizz rage, jizz jizz rage, but there is something really important to that jizz rage. You know, like that masculine energy can be channeled, like more healthily, because you know, like that's what the pornography culture does. You know, it's like it's promoting men to kind of jizz that it's a life force. You know, like semen is a life force. You know, it's an energy. That's why all these different esoteric teachings talked about all these different practices of where you can. You know, you can you can shoot the semen, like to, and which is energy. Fundamentally, it's energy to certain parts of your body. You can use it to heal, but just on a physical level in our lives, you know, you can use that semen retention. You can use that energy instead of masturbating, you know, to 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 operate reality much more different. It can fuel you in different ways. 
like for example um what i was going to say there again about i was going to add something about how i've noticed it in my own life um but i've lost it now anyway maybe it didn't want to come up <laughs> maybe it wasn't it didn't want to splurge up <laughs> uh, i kind of i've lost my trailer thought now but it's definitely very important i feel like you know that's what kind of like in from a metaphysical perspective you know there's a lot of kind of like metaphysical cycles that talk about that that monthly cycle in relationship with the moon on how like um how at certain t- periods within the moon cycle in relationship astrologically to our own to where our own placements are astrologically you know we can expel that and use it at certain times that's why kind of like you know women when women when a woman is fully healthy they sync up to the moon cycles you know um there's a lot of work being done on that you know like how when groups of women are all synced up they all sync to the full moon because the full moon is the time to release so they speak about how there's cycles that we can adopt to and attain to when we release that semen and on the moon cycles you know but by we store it up monthly psychically because there is a cycle of nature because humans are out of, out of touch with these cycles you know i'm out of touch with these cycles you know we eat foods all year round which we shouldn't be doing so you know like certain foods are should be cycular you know we operate we don't operate cycular you know like a woman for example when she's on a period when she's on a cycle monthly cycles she goes to work in the matrix you know she cannot um she cannot be in tune with her own cycles you know and that's the same for the masculine you know like there's a mass time when the masculine needs to drive forward there's a time when the masculine needs to retreat that's what the winter is that's what the summer is you know so there's um definitely things that we're out of balance on but semen retention is definitely a big one for me and i do believe that like I mean, do an experiment in your own life, you know. It's like it's a challenge, you know, like because you, you are going to feel the, the addictions, especially when it comes to pornography. You're going to feel the addictions of trying to pull you into that sphere, you know. Like I felt it. You know, there's times where you're going to, where pornography is going to pull you back in and it's going to, then you're going to, then you're going to create the discipline around it. But um, I'm in a stage now where I haven't, I think it's been about two years now and I promise you, like my life has, has improved so much, you know. And I'm moving into a new energy right now as well where I believe like, also, like there is a there's a responsibility as a masculine, like as a true divine masculine that we should take upon, you know, where I feel like I'm moving into now, where like I believe that if we are willing to expel that energy, you know, that's a life force, that's to create life, and I believe that if you are moving into that energy, you know, you should take, you should accept the consequences, you know, of that energy, you know, like if you're willing to 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 have sex with someone and you're willing to to ejaculate inside of another female you know you and that just goes for the feminine too you know you should be willing to accept the consequences of that you know you should be willing to accept what god is going to be giving us through that process through that lens and that's something that i've been moving into now emotionally you know i've been feeling it emotionally that if if i do want to partake in making love you know i do want to have sex then it should be we should accept the consequences you know we shouldn't be trying to control that that to some degree you know because it's a life force it's a light it's a given life force you know it's not something that should just be because i think the and I've, I've been guilty of this too you know and these are programs and condition i have to go through you know i've been in that consciousness where it's like you know you go out and you sleep with as many girls as you want you know and it's all good it's just all fun you know um you know i've read the all the different books on um i think it's called polyamory you know like of, of having sex with multiple partners and how evolution kind of tells us that we we should be with multiple partners but from a divine perspective that's not the case anymore you know it's like you know we once you see that once you see it you, you can't unsee it anymore you know like you, you start seeing through all these different spells because there's many different spells that's been cast upon us 
from birth, you know, like all these different spells that are interwoven in our psyches to try and knock us off balance, you know, like to affect the family dynamic, to, to disbalance the, the feminine and the masculine. But once you start coming more in tune with them, you can't unsee them. And once you start acting upon these things and you start moving more in harmony with love, you know, like look at life from a more divine perspective, like what would God do, you know, like, because, you know, we are connected to the, we are like, we are kind of like mirrors of God, you know, to some degree. And the more that you move closer in harmony with that, you get to operate in reality completely different, you know. So just ask yourself in your own life, you know, like, is this is this in harmony with love? Because there was times when I was masturbating, it wasn't in harmony with love, you know, I could feel it, you know. And if you get even more dialed in, you can feel the, the, the lower dimensional entities that's all around you, you know. You can feel that the, the, the spirits that are operating and feeding off that transaction, you know, when you're carrying out that act, you know. Even when you're making love, you know, and you and if you and if you're out of balance making love and you're acting from the lustful energies, you know, there's millions of en entities that are all feeding off you around you. Which is, if that's not enough to kind of to find harmony, then I don't know what is because um, I've felt it, trust us. I've felt it when I'm when I when I've acted from a place of not harmony. I've felt the the the, the disentangles. Um, yes, Michael said that's why you feel guilty after you have a wank law. Yeah, 100% sure. I've felt that loads of times, you know, like you feel it. It's 100%. That's a really good point. You feel it, you know, there is a natural essence within us that's telling us, you know, it is communicating with us at all times. And of course, I've been there. You ignore it, you know, you ignore it, you ignore it. And that goes for all different aspects of life. We just ignore it. It'll be okay. We try and like find a like, you know, we try and find a way around it. You know, it's like you try and justify it to some degree, you know, I've been there. But then eventually, after a while, you can't no longer justify it because you continue to keep developing that soul awareness around it and it keeps telling you, you know. And um, there's no greater feeling, you know. It's it's just like, it's not about beating yourself up, but it's just about cycling, cy coming back around, cycling to it and finding it. And once you step over it, the only way I can describe it, how it's different, it's like, it's the difference between like being in, in a shitty environment in the Matrix versus being in nature. You know, you feel the difference, you know. Like when you're in there, you don't fit you it's like it's it's part of your routine it's something that you do you know you come back on a night time um, you you crack open the laptop and you and you do it for a release you know and you just don't even realize what you're doing you know it it just you know you but once you like remove out of it and you fully step out of it you realize how dirty it is you know like you you feel it. it's like oh like you know it's like you really it's hard to explain but like you really feel it but it's only when you step out of it and you really start embodying like that new consciousness around it. You start realizing what that's doing, how it's shaping your mind, how it's shaping your reality, how it's shaping how you operate, how you how you even have sex, um, how you view the opposite um, sex, how you interact with your partner, you know. And it's the all these things have been put in the way for us, you know. Like it's a you know there's find joy in find I find there's a joy to be found in like overcoming these things, you know, and like finding balance to them because all these We've come through a world, in my opinion, like we've been born in reality that's very sick. It really is. Like we've been born in a sick world. And we know we're all part of it. You know, I'm not taking myself away from that. I play a role in that too. I still play a role in things that I can't see that I'm unhealed on. But there's a joy that can be found in it once you start healing them. Because you can start educating other people. And you can start embodying that truth, you know. And once you start embodying that truth in you, others see that in you too as well, you know. So it's... It's just about like, it's just a part of the journey, you know, all these different things. That's why we're here for, you know, we're here to develop our soul. To some in, to some degree, like, 
you know, the physicality of this place is really challenging, you know. It's like divine truth, Jesus, he talks about how it's, how it's very, it's a lot easier when you're in the spirit realm and you haven't got a physical body to, to, to work on a lot of these things because you see it instantaneously. You see what these things are doing to you. But because we're in a physical body, we don't have that smooth transaction at all times. You know, it's like, it's a lot more muddy. It's a lot more unclear to kind of the route to, to what these things are doing to us. But as we start, this is why I feel like it's important having a higher perspective in life and realising that you're not a part of this body. You know, you're in this world, but you're not of this world. Have that higher consciousness. You start seeing how the pendulum of these things are are dictating who we are as people. And as you bring more consciousness to it, you bring more light to it, you, you feel the lightness change with inside yourself. So anyway, I'm going to leave it there anyway because it's getting dark. And, um, and uh, I've... I've got to I've got to take this wood out of the van, um, and I've got to move it out of the van so that we can sleep in here at night, and I've got to go and take it and put it in um, in storage in the shed on the land. So anyway, I've got to go anyway. I love you all. I hope you have a good night, whatever you're up to. Thanks for tuning in, and all the great feedback and all the good comments, and um, and check out the the vlog. The vlog is going to be out um, on Wednesday. The first vlog is going to be out on Wednesday on the Origin Homestead channel. It's linked, um, it'll be linked in the, um, the channel. It's linked somewhere on the channel anyway, you'll find it. Type in the Origin Homestead, you'll find it and uh, see what we'll get up to. Big love wherever you are in the world. I hope you're having a good one. I was listening to the ocean I saw a face in the sand But when I picked it up Then it vanished away from my hands Done. I had a dream I was seven Climbing my way in a tree I saw a piece of heaven Waiting in patience and I was running far away Would I run off the world someday? Nobody knows, nobody knows and I was dancing in the rain I felt alive and I can't complain But no, take me home, take me home where I belong I can't take it anymore I was pain the picture was a painting of you And for a moment I thought you were here But then again, it wasn't true Done. And all this time I have been lying Oh, lying in secret to myself I've been putting sorrow on the forest place On my shelf Alive and I can't complain But no, take me home, take me 
Running far away, would I run love the world someday? <laughs> 